You're listening to Dubstep and Dragons, a D&D 5e actual play podcast with a cyber... Hey, Norse. Pers- Norse. Hey, what's up, Alphonse? Every I cannot time. believe you weaponized grandma. Weaponized grandma! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! God, that's so loud. <laughs> that was really loud. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, oh, but grandma's oh, weaponized. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I really like my She's grandma. deadly now. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. I don't know if any of the listeners have heard yet the cyberpunk twist part. Anyway, this has cyberpunk in it. <laughs> uh, my name is Matthew, and I will be your game master. Uh, I am Alphonse. My name is Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you almost forgot your real name there, didn't you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just decided Super. to switch it up. Just mixing it up. Gotcha. Well, I'm Luke. I'll be playing Ash. And I'm Bo. I'm Norse. Previously on Dubstep and Dragons, Alphonse sucked at gambling and dove into the history of Norris, professor of astrology? Ash got his motorcycle and smited the shit out of an orc chief. Norris punched an orc, the same orc, in the dick and weaponized not Heather. So we pick up. You guys are at the shores of the Mississippi River, the mighty Mississippi. Uh, everybody give me a perception check. Not good. <laughs> no, not good. Oh. I got nine. Twelve. Sixteen. Ooh, and the barbarian brings it home. Dumb guy for the win. <laughs> <laughs> Professor. <laughs> yeah. Professor. Professor. Dumb guy Professor for dumb the win. <laughs> yeah. I so, don't know you're a professor. Of astrology. <laughs> yeah, what is what is that in Georgia? The Big Dipper. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you just studied. <laughs> I won't even say his, that. His classroom was all crystals. Yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't know it was something where it's like all old Instagram posts and they just study models. Oh. Like female models yeah. or male models. It is astrology. Oh. Oh. <laughs> The plot thickens. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they let us on a pa- podcast, Bo. <laughs> you know, mistakes were made, but I ain't mad about it. Nope. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you do, Ash and Alphonse. You don't see shit. You're looking. It's starting. It's getting pretty dark out. Uh, with with your trip. You can you can hear the water. You know your. I mean, it's a big ass river, so you you can you can see kind of the outline of it, but you don't see much. You see the destroyed bridge. Norris, I almost forgot your name. <laughs> How can you forget these? <laughs> Norris, you see uh, where the railroad tracks. In, in the direction where the railroad tracks were going, uh, which is, it's down the river a little ways, but but you can see the, uh, you can see these these posts that they put up along the railroad tracks from here. So, I'd probably look at Alphonse and Ash and be like, I think we should probably go yonder way and follow them posts. Because if I was a gambling man, which we found out Alphonse is not. I was just going to say, you, he is not a gambling man. Do you want to test me? Man. He gambled, just not very well. 
<laughs> fair, fair enough. Do, fair do you enough. want? Do we need a rollies right now? <laughs> rollies. <laughs> I would say Alphonse, we should go that way, because I'm betting the train gets over gets over there somehow. Do you know that because of a constellation in that direction, or <laughs> I can feel it in my crystals? If you know what I'm saying. Oh. Wait, Wait I don't know what in, you're saying. In my blood. Why, why are we talking about uh, stars? Oh, yeah, you weren't there. Uh, he's a professor of astrology. Astrology? Astrology. Whatever. Just know I'm kind of smartish. He's smart. Or used to be, anyhow. A little hippy dippy. You don't look smart, but. Alrighty then. <laughs> <laughs> I got the bronze and some of the brains. So remind me, did you mention anything to Alphonse about your history with the Deadheads? I mentioned a little bit about it. Okay. I uh, mentioned that I was part of the Deadheads. Perfect. Beforehand. Alphonse, yes. give me a history check just to see what you know about the Deadheads. A ton. Oh, very good. How much? Uh, let me check my history. Uh, that is a 21. You, you know a shit ton about the Deadheads. Maybe you were fascinated by by some of the mutant clans and did a little, did a little research for funsies. Uh, but you would know they started out in Georgia, which makes sense with his, uh, with his accent. And, and I, I'm sure he, he told you he was from Georgia. Uh, you would know they started there, and they were a group of people that lived up in the, up in the mountains, like Appalachia and... Does Appalachia go to Georgia? Appalachia is more like um, yeah, that's further north, Virginia, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so Tennessee. not Appalachia. <laughs> Scratch that. But the Appalachian Trail <laughs> does is start. Excellent this is out of game. Just saying for G Wiz, even for the listeners, Appalachian Trail does start in Georgia. Yeah. If so you fuck start you. On the they live up route. in Appalachia. <laughs> <laughs> and first of all, Matt, if you're going to say it, it's Appalachia. Ap- Appalachia. There you go. I'm going to get that wrong. I'm going to get that wrong, too. I just did, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Appalachia. 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 Hey, you kind of sound like my kin. (laughs) (laughs) By golly, I think we got it. So so all these these folks up in Appalachia, they didn't want to come down from from their homesteads. They wanted to stay home. And so... Oh. They were... It, after during the nuclear holocaust a lot of the radiation from the coast came over and and all this radiation radioactive ash and, and just crap came over and affected all of these people in this region and they didn't end up physically mutated like some of the mutants what happened was their brains slowly start turning to mush and they they get dumber and crazier and dumber and crazier the longer that they're exposed to it uh it's all the people that didn't want to leave their homes to go to like atlanta or something like that and 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 be close to the filter towers uh and and a lot of them eventually went insane and the to survive they almost became like animalistic and so to survive they started relying heavily on cybernetics so they would they would 
do raids on cities and trains and stuff like that to steal as much cybernetics as they could. And so as far as deadheads go, he's actually lightly modified with his arms and, and his chest upgrades and stuff like that. Uh, some of them get really, really, really crazy and are more machine than man. Oh, okay. So, yeah. With a, well, I mean, with a 21, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it out for you. Yeah. Uh, and the deadheads... The deadheads still... Their territory is mainly still the, the south. Uh, they stick to that area, but they have, they have a pretty firm grip on that part of the country. Uh, they do have some where they will they will send groups out to try to expand their territory so you will see them as far as as far as kansas and okay uh is do they have a calling card deadheads is there like a uh they're all they're basically all pretty they're they're all built like him like they they don't none of them get real big um so they're all skinny. They're a brick. Nanana <laughs> house. Nanana. They're they're all skinny. Oh, mighty, mighty. And they Just and they all hang out. They Good job, you got the bard singing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they they tend to have kind of like a almost like jaundice where they get that, that yellowish tint to their skin. Oh thank goodness you described that or I was gonna have to Google it. Oh, I got you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's really common with children when they get like Yellowest. Especially babies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's that's really common because usually they're malnourished, uh, and they're they don't live very good lives. It's very violent. Think uh, Mad Max Fury Road. The guys, the the crazy guys in that. That's that's essentially the deadheads. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, and and you can you can gather that from what Norris told you and what you know of the Deadheads, he probably wasn't with them real long before he was captured. Okay. Uh, they they don't have like any. So, for instance, certain gangs have tattoos or art specific artwork. Do they have? Is there something recognizable that I I would know about history wise? Um. Or is it really just the it, it's it's the, the the reverse male pattern baldness, the the jaundice, and uh, and I did forget the kind of green tint to the hair. Green. Okay. Cool. As you guys go down the river, heading towards these posts that you saw. Looking like you're you're right next to the water, and you're the only one that sees this. You know, you're you you spent a fair amount of time living in the Death Dells, so you're fairly adept at at these surroundings. These are a bit different than Georgia, but similar enough. And you can hear down in the water it, it, all these all these fish. <laughs> They they can almost like they can smell you and they're trying to attack you from the water. <laughs> Just all these almost like rabid piranhas mm. at the edge of the water. Just just hoping 
that you'll come close enough for them to take your leg off. Do we? Do I see this, or do they, no, does anyone? No, not with that it? perception check. Okay. It's really just him. <laughs> you two, you you two are just pleased as punch, and and you wouldn't hear him anyway because you're just hearing potato, potato, potato. <laughs> 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 So since Norris is the one that kind of sees this, I would probably, I'd probably look back and get Alphonse's attention and be like, "Hey, keep an eye on them kids back there." And Waters is real angry, and I would probably try and get Ash's attention too over the potato, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, try and try and warn Ash too to stay, stay kind of inwards of the. The trail that we're following. Okay, it, it'd be pretty difficult. This this motorcycle is very very loud. Right, damn potatoes. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably got no exhaust. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Just, no it, just it, headers it's, back. Yeah, it, it's, it's just like a one foot piece of pipe, and that one foot piece of pipe has so many rust holes in it <laughs> that most of the exhaust doesn't even make it to the end of the pipe. <laughs> I just picture bubble gum over the holes. <laughs> oh man! Like it, it's not even right; it just kind of falls off. Right. Yeah, it's it it's pretty ragged. Oh, I'm thinking it. just like this rat rod of a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. like uh, just straight up rat rotted. I I actually have a a miniature of it that I will bring with me next week. Yay! Uh, so you guys continue on down the coast. Uh, I won't make you roll for it because you know exactly where you're going. When you get there, you see, just like just like when the train came out from underground and started going across the surface, it looks as though this is where it goes back underground. Uh, so the train tracks lead into this large stone opening, or concrete opening that's been built, and it seems to drop down under the river. Do you continue on, onto the railroad tracks? So the railroad tracks go under the yeah, river. Yeah, the railroad tracks go into this tunnel under the river. I feel like we'd probably stop there to kind of like reconvene. Just since, to kind since of... Ash can't hear us. Yeah, and, and it is it is getting quite dark. Right. Do we... Can I do a perception check to see if I can see if the tunnel comes back out the other side? It would have to be very high. You can try. But right now your visibility is pretty low and the Mississippi is very wide. I failed. Okay. <laughs> so we would probably stop and Norris would be like, well, this is obviously where it goes back into the dirt. What do you boys want to do? Do we go in or do we wait till morning? Well, positive news, as long as there's not a train coming from Kansas, we should be fine. <laughs> I say we could probably trudge through the, get through the, the rail tracks, get to the other side of the river and maybe set up camp for the night. Unless you guys want to travel through the night. No, not really. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> So, I would say we're probably pretty good for trains coming from Kansas since we were the, on the train going to Kansas. 
We could probably make it through without any trains. But however, orcs, goblins, and ghouls, I don't know yeah. about. It's worth a shot. I don't really see a better way across. I don't swim very well. You probably sink with those arms. <laughs> yeah, they don't float. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of a weight on a fishing line and going straight to the bottom. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Dice down. To, I was trying to <laughs> so, yeah. Continue on under the bridge. And I'm going to let Norris lead on this one. Okay. So so you're you're settling the motorcycle behind Yeah. And and you have to drive on the tracks. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as you It's as, a rough ride. I say do you hang on? Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you able to hang on? As you as you move your way into this tunnel, it is it is pitch black in here. Uh, because it's dark out, you can't see light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, it's it 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 would feel very claustrophobic. You can hear as you as you trek through this tunnel, you can hear just off off in these little dark corners. Just all these strange low growls, all these just noises you can't really make sense of. Uh, hey Norris, this thing have a radio? Uh, you know I ain't tried Alphonse. Hmm. Let me let me give her a flick, and Norris would just kind of punch the radio. <laughs> give me give me a luck check, DC fifteen. I find it. Uh, roll roll a flat D twenty, and if it's above a fifteen. Radio's busted, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and I, and, I, and I when like... when he hits it, he hits it too hard. Jeez. And and as as he hits uh, on first contact, you hear the music kick up, and then he puts his fist through it. Aw. <laughs> Thank God, broke it. <laughs> Man, that strength level is pretty tuned up on those <laughs> arms. She ain't being held back now. <laughs> but I tell you what, Alphonse, I do like to sing. Do you? <laughs> I do. You know, back before all this stuff kicked off, I was known as the karaoke king in my local country club. Wow. Not and to toot my own horn. And this, then, you, you hear from the back toot, of toot. the truck, <laughs> Oh, God, I'd rather die. <laughs> There's the back of the truck. <laughs> was it a kid or a woman? No, it was not Heather. <laughs> it was not Heather? It was not Heather. She's not a fan of karaoke. <laughs> You'll be fine, Wilfred. <laughs> you you see her like like <laughs> take the needles and and she's like trying to like plug her ears with the with the blunt end of the needle. <laughs> I was going to say, please don't stab yourself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, gosh. As we're going over Oops, railroad tracks. Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if that's safe. And that's the end of Night Heather. And they are in the back just just bouncing around, and the cryo chamber is, is I mean, it's bouncing six, eight inches off the deck. And, and <laughs> got to be careful for the kids, too. Yeah. And 
Uh, how close behind the truck are you following? Probably 15 feet, 15, 20 feet. Okay. Uh, so as as you're trekking through, you're you're hearing all these strange noises out the window. Uh, nothing seems to come up too close. Uh, as you're, ju- it looks like you're just about the last quarter of the of the tunnel. And you can start to see a little bit of light. It, the, it's not totally dark out yet, so you can just see the faintest bit of remaining daylight outside. And uh, you all have this stabbing, searing pain in the back of your mind. And you all take... Uh... Wait, no, that's... <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. 12 psychic damage. That's not very nice. And you can hear inside the cryo chamber somebody smashing their hands on the lid. And about six seconds later, you all get this stabbing pain. And another 14 psychic damage courses through your head. And it's just, it's almost, it's almost like somebody is screaming inside of your skull. Well, I feel like Norris is going to slam on the brakes. Yeah. And I, I, when he does it, I slam on the motorcycle brakes too. Yeah. So you all stop and, and all the, all the passengers in the back, like there's blood coming out their ears. Those kids would be dead. So, Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me run my game. Oh, no, I'm just saying they. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna kill a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get some and, new shoes. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So, You're terrible. So, so they all have. <laughs> so bad. They all have blood running out their ears, out their nose, corners of their eyes. What's everybody's hit points at? I'm at nine. I'm at twenty-nine. Okay. I'm at four. Yeah. So, so Alphonse and Ash. You two are both just like this. This is this is pushing your body, like it. It feels like somebody's taking your brain and wringing it. You're kind of okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still Norris. don't like it. No, no, it's very painful. Yeah. So after I slam on the brakes, I'm gonna look back at Alphonse and be like, "What the." fuck is going on and and you're hearing all these all these anim- all these things that were outside of the truck they seem to be moving away from the truck as fast as they possibly can because something just hurt their brains it's a bit of an experiment we should probably open it before i die was, was that thing in that thing that i tried eating back there is it is it moving yep Ash, you should probably get up here. <laughs> Make an I, investigation check on the cryo chamber. Alphonse. Seven. Seven? So with a seven, you can you can tell that that there's banging coming from the cryo chamber. Do you go over to it? I don't have another option. Okay. So when when you go over to it, you can see you can see the, the young woman inside. And she just looks frantic. 
and she's she's just smashing her hands against the glass and 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 trying to trying to get out trying to force her way out what do you do i do what i can okay so do you open do you do you try to pry open the cryo chamber I, I wouldn't be strong enough to pry it open. Okay. I would try to find some sort of dash I could unlock or okay. keypad or something. So so this thing has been powered down ever since the ever since the train wreck. Uh it's pretty heavily damaged. Uh you, can you Okay. If that's the case, can you give me a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Rolled pretty high. What are you trying to cast? Detect thoughts. Detect thoughts. Uh, so, I believe with that you can roll their surface. You can understand their surface level thoughts mm-hmm. uh, without the save. So surface level, you there's no words, but you can sense panic. You can sense confusion. Uh, you feel. You can feel that they are lost and they don't know what's happening i've climbed into the back of the truck by now okay okay so so you see the same thing you see this and and at this point she's kind of if you're if you're over the cryo chamber she's looking at you she's just wild eyes just trying to understand and she's she's like pawing at the glass and just and just trying to almost plead to you to let her out. You see a way to open it, Alphonse, at all? This thing's busted. Do I do I see a way to like jab my sword and like pry it open? Yeah, give me a give me a strength check. Seven. Seventeen. Seventeen? So with a seventeen, you can get your sword in there, and and you're you're pretty handy with it. You're not gonna like accidentally Break. slip and and like shove it through. Uh, so you're able to get it in there and start prying up on it. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't pop open, but but you can at least get your sword in there to give it a little bit of a gap. I can't do much more here. I'm struggling. It won't pry. So. Norris gets out of the truck because I see Ash gets into the back and I make my way towards the back and I'll be like, what, what's going on with, with this thing? Norris, we got to get this thing open. Yeah, we got to get it open. <laughs> uh, have you tried the latches or the latches working or anything like that? No, the whole unit's powered down. All right, so then Norris would climb in the back of the truck. Okay. And then I would probably just say... Well, I'm not very good with latches, but I can try to bust it open. So he gave you enough room with his sword that you can that you can get your fingers in there. Fingertips in there? Yeah. So I would I would put my fingertips in there and I would just pull up as hard as I could. Do okay. I, do I budget at all? Give me a strength check. Nineteen. 19 uh you can't quite like you can feel it wanting to come wanting to open up but you can't quite get it uh because you're because you're fairly new uh i'll i'll give you a little hand 
if you rage, I was about to say you have a, you have yeah. advantage on strength checks. So I will allow you to burn a rage to take advantage on it. Okay. So since I felt it, I would probably just like kind of relax a little bit and then just get mad and, and rage and just just rip it. Okay. So your your chest flares out, your arms flare out, right. and and your your fire starts fire. venting out of the out of the plates and you're just pulling as hard as you can. Give me another strength check. I'm backing away from him like <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean he's he's radiating heat. That's an eighteen. Eighteen. With the with the three combined pretty good rolls, uh and and with your arms flaming you you're you're pulling and and the flames almost get larger the harder he pulls almost like it's almost like it's uh releasing the heat from your mechanical from your mechanical parts almost like this is the exhaust system and so you're pulling and pulling and the harder you pull the more your muscles flare the more your muscles flare the more the flames come out and you are you are the human torch at this point. You have just three feet of flames on each side, and everybody is having to step away from you and make room. And as you pull, the, the flame from your hand, the fire from your hand starts to melt the cryo chamber. And you're able to pull it through, and your hands are just melting through the lid, and it releases and pops open. As soon as it does, she reaches up and she grabs a hold of your collar, Alphonse. And and she's just she's panicked and you hear in your head this this staticky uh almost it's it's almost like a a, a really loud whisper from a mile away. It, it's it seems distant and yet inside your head at the same time. And you just hear, help me! Rain, calm down, you're going to kill me. When you say the name, the, it, she, doesn't, she doesn't recognize you. But something about that name triggers a memory. And you, you can almost see her, like almost like a cognitive reset. And she's, she's holding on to you, and she's just shaking in fear. I think she likes you, Alphonse. We have a bit of a history together. Oh. Do you help her out of the cryo chamber? Yeah, best of my ability. Okay. Are there any? She's, she's not very big, so so it's fairly easy. Are there any uh, um, spots in her that have been damaged from her beating on the case? Her uh, hands and stuff like that. So so her hands. She seems unharmed. Good. Uh, I didn't burn her, did I? No. You 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 can see like singe marks on on that jumpsuit she was wearing on the like the like onesie. Uh, you can see singe marks on her legs, but but as the fire came in, you could she kind of like shuffled her body up to the top of the cryo chamber to to give herself a little distance between her and the flames. And she she as you help her out. She's she's still kind of holding on to your collar and holding on to you for dear life, 
and and you just you you keep hearing help me help me help me and then her eyes roll to the back of her head and she just kind of collapses in your arms okay i set her down next to the cryo chamber actually i ash uh norris can you just kick this cryo chamber out the back i don't think we need it anymore so Norris would just grab it and like start to slide it back, but then I'd look at Alphonse and be like, "What is that thing?" Possibly a story for another time. My head's kind of ringing. That's fair. Minus two. Mine's a little, uh, but I'll help you get this thing out of the out of the back end of the truck. <laughs> Possibly, you know, it's a it's a campfire story. You know, when we get out of this hellhole of a train track. Is she going to do that shit with our brains again? Let's pray not. <laughs> okay. And me and Ash are just yeah, we both out of the back of the truck. Just eat it out of the back of the just, truck. <laughs> just right out the back of the just truck. R- right out the back, right on the track. Right on the tracks. Right on the Kay. tracks. <laughs> Nobody cares about the trains. Okay. So, <laughs> so okay. You guys, you guys, you get back on your motorcycle, Ash. You two, I, I'm assuming you stay in the back with Rain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and everybody's everybody's pretty freaked out, and and a few people passed out from the from the brain trauma. Uh, so there's there's people they they're stable, but unconscious throughout the back of the truck. Uh, the canvas cover. Uh, just has this big burn hole. Has this big burn hole above where Norris was, and and you can even see this kind of charred halo all around where he was standing. And uh, you guys can make your way out of the tunnel. And and once again, it's just <laughs> just beating the shit out of you on it's on your way out. But uh, you don't you don't encounter any any strange creatures down here. You don't, God. and you can move your way out the tunnel. And you guys want to set up camp yeah. on the other on the other yeah, side. Yeah, we'll set up camp. Yeah, on North, the North is getting hungry. Somebody give like. me a survival check. Especially we'll see that. how good of a spot you can find. Eat. Oh man. So I want to remind you guys of something. A a game mechanic in 5e. You can help each other. You can take the help action. <laughs> I am not one to help with this type of check. Okay, very <laughs> good. Yeah. I'll help. Uh Anything well it's too late now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm Thanks. reminding you for another time. Fair enough. So when you get out of the tunnel, you're looking around, and there's there's not much. Most of the trees are dead. There's there's not any big rock outcroppings or anything like that. So it's really hard to find a place that's going to hide this big truck very well. So you you pull away from the railroad tracks and away from any roads that you see as as much as you can. But you're still sitting kind of out in the open. Well, Norris would probably pull the truck up to the to the spot and uh, slowly come to a stop. 
and uh, get out and go to the back of the truck. Okay. Yeah, you're at the back of the truck. Yeah, and uh, start helping everybody out. Okay. Yeah, and, and everybody, you know, especially after going through that train tunnel, they're pretty beat up. Uh, the Those that were unconscious from the attack on their brain uh they've been they've been they've woken up and and everybody's fine in bad shape but fine how far did we come out from uh the river did we come out right next to it or was it yeah you're not very far you're you're we'll say within a half a mile of the river uh just trying to get off of the main roads and away from the railroad tracks just to be as inconspicuous as possible I would imagine but you're still fairly close to the water and you guys can set up camp are there any trees or anything around to make like a fire or any wood to burn Uh, you can find some wood to burn absolutely give me an investigation check And if anybody else wants to look for 13. supplies or anything, yeah, I mean you can you can find some wood. Uh, there's not a. It's been kind of picked through because there's been other people traveling through this area, but you find enough to to build a, a decent fire, enough to keep everybody warm. Because keep in mind, after after the nuclear holocaust, the average temperature dropped about forty degrees. So at night it gets very chilly. Uh, can I do a luck check to see if there is some sort of explosives stored on the vehicle we've been driving in? Oh, absolutely. I, and in fact, I will make this a fairly low DC because it was the orcs. Um, six. Six. Oh. Yeah, that you you find you find one grenade and two sticks of dynamite. I would love to try to cave in the train track tunnel the best I can. Hmm. Okay. Essentially, or even blow a hole in it to where the river fills it. Okay. Give me... Actually, I won't even make you roll for it. Everybody knows how to use a grenade. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, saying, isn't that part of your training, Alphonse? Yeah. Yeah. I just... I don't want those orcs that were chasing us to come through that tunnel while we're enjoying some peace and quiet. Fair enough. Good call. Yeah. Uh, so you do you tell anybody else that you're doing this? No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had a sneaking suspicion. So you guys don't know where Alphonse gets off to. He right. just kind of disappears from the group for a while. And uh, you're you're setting up camp. You're building a fire. You're you're trying to get everybody comfortable, and you hear this <laughs> in the distance. And what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's too far away to see anything, but you hear this loud explosion from the direction you came from. So I would probably look at Ash and be like, "I just shit myself." <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't me. <laughs> where the hell is Alphonse? I don't know. I didn't see where he went. I'm not his keeper. And uh, you look, and all the all the people that all the passengers they were they're like huddled under the truck now. 
would I be strolling back to the to the camera? That's up to you. Oh, fantastic! So I'm I'm walking back, and you hear me kind of singing himself. The train tracks are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Alphonse, where the hell have you been? There was a freaking huge explosion. Oh yeah, that was me. What do you mean that was you? You scared the shit out of us. Literally or figuratively? Uh, Literally. Come over here and you'll find out. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that big of an astrologist. <laughs> uh, no, I was just making sure those orcs don't follow us, so I caved in that train track. Oh. The tunnel. Good call. A very good call. Yeah. Good Next call time, give us a warning. Yeah. <laughs> For real. I figured you guys didn't want to hear my singing. I'd much rather Sing- hear your singing than be wearing poop. I figured with all the blood and everything, poops your least con- like least of your concerns. <laughs> I have a weird thing with defecation. Okay. Oh, you don't want it to get on your new chucks. That's fair. Did you see how pristine these are? These are circa two thousand and four. Give give me a luck check. Don't tell me I ruined my chucks. <laughs> <laughs> There's no modifier for it. It's oh. a flat roll. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. No. No poop ran down your leg on your <laughs> chucks. So it was a log. <laughs> it was a log. Yeah. Okay. It was solid. I just yeah. I just flipped trowel a little bit and just it rolled right out of the back of my pants. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Don't worry. I kicked some sand over it. <laughs> Still pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's an involuntary reaction, guys. Don't make me feel bad for it. Give me a perception check, Norris. Because you're the only one that would recognize this. Fifteen. Fifteen. You see a little kid uh, that that's now hunt- one of the kids huddled under the truck, and and on his back. He has a case, a cylindrical case, that that you recognize as the asshole Carbon was folding up his clothes nicely right. and put everything in that case. And he's and he's he's like reaching in it, like reaching around and feel. There's nothing in it. There's not even sides. What is it? He like sticks his head in there. And his, and his whole upper body goes into this little case. And his legs are just <laughs> kicking out of him. <laughs> so <laughs> do it. No. Do the rest of us see this? At this point, at, at this point, anybody that's around the truck would, would see this. So Norris would just run over there and grab the case with the child still <laughs> half in it. Hold it above my head and just dump the kid out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just shake the kid. And so he's, when, when you flip it up, here, I'm going to give this kid a deck saving throw. God, I hope oh, he does. doesn't make it. Oh, okay. shit. <laughs> so, so when you flip it over, he, he falls out and he's, hey, that's mine. What are you doing? I got That's mine. I took it. Well, I'm going to take it now. You don't get this. This is mine. Give me. And, <laughs> How old are you, kid? Old enough to kick your ass. <laughs> that one's got an attitude on it. And, and you can see he's got his little fists balled up. He's probably like eight or nine years old. <laughs> I would, Norris would probably just reach over and thump him right on the forehead <laughs> and say, simmer down there, sea biscuit. How about I trade you for it? And I pull out one of those little digital wallets that I took off the, the orc chief. It, 
The kid's eyes get big. He's, How much is on it? That's for me to know and you to find out. Do you want to trade or not? This I, is your I only feel, option. I feel, I feel like this is a gamble. It is a gamble, but so is life, and, kid. And, and he, he snatches it out of your hand. He's like, I'm going to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> so then I just grab my case and I look back and say, fucking asshole. And I just shake my head and walk away. <laughs> how, how close am I to this kid? Can I slide a hand, grab that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me slide of hands. Uh, I'm gonna roll his perception. Ooh. Uh, that is a 14. You kick the shit out of his perception. <laughs> oh jeez, that's good. I just yeah. lightly like twirl it and yeah. throw it in a pocket. He he was he was just sliding it into his pocket. And you reach out, you know, he's he's one of those that just goes on faith that once it reaches the top of the pocket and drops it, it's going to fall in. And uh, just as it's about to fall in, you reach out and just snag it with your fingers. Fantastic. <laughs> I throw Norris a wink if he's seen it. <laughs> he might not have. Roll perception. You said 14 on your sleight of hand? Yeah. I'm busy trying to get the fire and everything ready. Just <clears throat> trying to make everyone comfy. As Eleven. As you don't see shit. Fair enough. Yeah, you just saw this kid slide a slide it in his pocket, and and Alphonse was just walking past him. Yeah. And he got a wink. Yeah. Thinks you. He, th- he think right. you saw the wink. Oh, I seen wink. He thinks you're cute. Yeah, I probably look at Alphonse and be like, "What's his problem?" <laughs> and then, yeah, I would take my little case and I would probably go uh, to the front of the truck where there's less people start investigating this case okay yeah because he's he, there were some nice clothes you saw him yeah you saw him put some nice clothes in there and i seen him pull two pistols out of there one pistol and two katanas two katanas that's what it was and it and it just didn't the, make the any it just didn't make any <laughs> sense how he could pull these these long katanas out of this like two foot by one foot case right and it is a it is a very nice case uh, it's all it's all leather and beautiful stitching and it's it's very very well made as as you reach in and you're you're thinking about the clothes that you saw him put in there as as you reach in you you feel the clothes just sitting there and you're able to just pull them out and you got you got some nice clothes yeah. and then and then you you reach in to kind of see what else is in there and and your brain tells you there should be sorry your brain tells you i talk with my hands earthquake (laughs) your brain tells you there should be a a side there there should be like walls to this thing and and it's just nothing like it it you you reach towards yourself and you should be like hitting yourself in the chest and it's just it's just nothing it's this big empty void Mm. in there so I would probably be confused. I would take out the clothes, obviously, and I would inspect them and see that they were suitable. Oh, they're they're very nice. Yeah. Uh, he's a bit shorter than you. Well, that's okay. Yeah, he was only about 5'10", and you're what, 6'3"? Yeah. Something six, like that. 6'3 and a quarter. 6'3 and a quarter. <laughs> a quarter is very important. <laughs> so, well, I would reach in there, and I would feel that there's no walls, and I was like, well, that's weird. You know, obviously I would think that that's weird, but that wouldn't really be on my mind so much right now. First, I would want to put on 
my new my new clothes to match my new kicks. All right. So I'm gonna take the pants and I'm gonna put them on and notice that they're a little short, and I'm gonna instantly rip them into Daisy Duke. <laughs> Daisy Duke shorts. So so the pants are are a very nice set of of red, like silken dress pants. <laughs> yeah. So you now have red d- silk Daisy Dukes. Dress Daisy Dukes. Dress Daisy Dukes. I just I <laughs> wish they ripped those pants. I wish they had like he was juicy short. across the butt or something. <laughs> juicy tour. <laughs> uh, we got a lady who can actually sew or crochet, crochet, crochet juicy thing we could put yeah, it on there. Absolutely. There. Yeah. And and then it's it's just a, I mean, a very a very nice a very nice white button up shirt. Uh, and then a matching red jacket. Perfect. What year of college did you teach the juicy class? <laughs> the juicy class? Yes. Astrology, you mean? Y- yes. It's, but what year? It's, like what, it's what class? The, it's for the juicy juniors. The juicy juniors? Juicy okay. juniors. I was a junior teacher. Is that like a 101, 201, 301? It's a 301. 301. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Of course. So, so yeah. yeah, you're 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 kind of looking like uh, what's his name from ACDC? I guess young. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but red. <laughs> yeah, you're looking very sharp. Right. Your your skinny little chicken legs are just. Popping. Yeah, they look great. So once I'm once I'm dressed, then I would I would go back to the issue of the case with no walls. Okay. And I would continue checking that out. Give me an intelligence check. Just flat intelligence. That's a uh, that's a four. That's a four? This is this is something you are totally unfamiliar with. You just cannot wrap your head around this. Your your mind is blown. And and in in the back of your head you're you're thinking this information must be in the part that's already turned to mush. <laughs> This is mushy brains. Oh <laughs> 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 so yeah, I'd probably just say screw it, throw the throw the case over my back, okay, you know, strap it across my back. All right, so he steps out and he is in basically red hot pants and a matching red jacket, and I just hold my arms out and say, "Check me out, boys." And the and the jacket is about like eight inches <laughs> too short at the sleeves. But I, I keep I keep the sleeves on because I like the way it accents my biceps. Oh yeah, it makes my biceps. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. So uh, I don't mind a little shortness on the on the wrist. Well, and, and those sleeves are not going to last through your first rage anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thinking about that right now. <laughs> well, anybody else have anything they want to do Norris. before? Just call me Dapper Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at this point, I would have tried to pick up Rain and move her over to the fire area where we're conjuring. Okay, and she, she's she's still unconscious. You can hear, you know, she she moves every now and then, and she you can you can hear her breathing. You know, she's okay. Uh, and every now and then, just this this feeling of 
you can you can sense her thoughts occasionally, almost like she's almost like she's out. Uh, Almost like her thoughts are coming into your mind, but she's the one pushing them there. And and you can sense that she feels comforted, but doesn't know why. Good. And she feels comfortable. What does she look like, like outside uh, of the cryo? So so she has this kind of silver one one piece bodysuit that's covering everywhere and it comes all the way up to her jawline uh she's she's dark complected uh very curly black hair cut fairly short uh almost almost like like a buzz cut like if if it if it if you straightened out the hair it would still only be an inch long but it's it's kinked up to almost like a like a one centimeter afro uh, very like unnaturally even complexion. Uh, and and she's she's very pretty. She's a very pretty young lady. Um, you haven't really you haven't seen her eyes much. Uh, because she was face to face with him and inside of the case, or otherwise unconscious. But, yeah, very lovely young lady. I see you got a new friend there, Alphonse. It's pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> let, let's just stop there. Whatever you say. I, I, I'm not in the, the mood to talk. Um, You've had a rough day. Yeah, my, my brain is scrambled right now. And Newsflash, Alphonse. We all got our brains scrambled today. Yeah. Yeah, this just hit a little harder than I thought it would. I don't know about the rest of you, but I can use some sleep. I need some food. And then sleep sounds nice. Food does sound good, too. So you guys do have your rations. Everybody can... Whoever's keeping track of rations, you can mark off rations for each of you and rations for each of the passengers. So that's a total of 16. Norse, you got that written down. Yeah. Okay. And there's 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 plenty of water. So there's nothing to worry about there. So unless unless you guys want to go down to the river and collect some water. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Maybe in the morning. <laughs> So we have a total of 14 rations left. Does anybody stand watch for the evening? I'm incapable of doing it. Incapable? Mm -hmm. Okay. I can take the first shift. I can take probably the first eight. I'll take the next eight. But that means you're driving tomorrow. So, so, so you guys, you guys, Alphonse is driving tomorrow, so I can sleep. You guys, in order to, in order for everybody to get, to get your long rest, I believe the rules are six hours of sleep and then two hours of light activity, if I remember correctly. So, you guys could work it out to 
if you each did a four hour watch and then and then had the passengers help out a bit uh you would have to rest for about 10 hours for everybody to get their long rest uh each of you roll me a perception check not you because you're not standing watch alphonse 11 22. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> That's just barbarians got some eyes on them. It's because of my new suit. I'm fucking high alert. <laughs> the one thing it, yeah, your brain didn't get melted with is your vision. Yeah. Throughout, yeah. sorry. Throughout the evening, you hear noises off in the distance, similar to what you were hearing inside of the tunnel. But they seem to stay along the the edge of the light from the fire nothing nothing bothers you through the evening you all get your long rest can thank you can i make a investigation check and see if i can't see anything like see like make out any kind of shapes or so with with your perception animals. with your perception you see kind of just these slight silhouettes of they move unnaturally quick and they run on all fours but they're they kind of run like a like a gorilla like a like a smaller gorilla uh, on all fours, but at the same time kind of upright. Like their front legs are very long. But as soon as they get close enough that the light from the fire even hits them, they turn and run back away. Okay. So, I would kind of make notice of that and then see that as soon as they get close to the light I guess I kind of figure you know well these things are there but they're obviously not going to come towards us because we're in the light so I would probably just try and get some sleep okay in the morning you all wake up the sun's the sun's up you can't actually see it but you can tell that it's up because the sky is glowing it's not so cold anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it definitely like the the switch between night and day is pretty drastic. Uh, nights get very very cold. Uh Everybody give me a constitution saving throw. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Six. Six. Ash and Norris each take one level of exhaustion. You slept through the night, but out here in the Death Dells, you're you're dealing with toxic air from the ash and and just all the all the crap you've been breathing in all day. So one level of exhaustion, and remember we will be using the new exhaustion rules. So that just means a negative one on all of your D20 rolls. That includes attack, right? Yes. Okay. 
Yes, all d20 rolls. You load up. Everybody, everybody wakes up in the morning. Everybody's feeling much better. Uh, Alphonse, you as as you try to stand up, and and I imagine that you were kind of uh, next to Rain, uh, just just uh, kind of shoulder to shoulder, just in case she moved or anything like that. You would you would be aware. Yeah, I, I would know that I need to protect the group from her freaking out again. Yeah, absolutely. And I, so when you wake up in the morning and you you start moving a bit, uh, you jostle her, and and she wakes up, and as soon as she wakes up, she she kind of she kind of shuffles back, away from you, and and she's she's looking around trying to make sense of her environment, uh, wordlessly, but you can you can sense the. You can sense how unsure she is, and how, and and how she just doesn't know where she is or why she's there. Okay, I I would reassure, uh, just like Rain, we're we're heading to Kansas. We're trying to save this group of people. Uh, it's time to load up and, and head out. You you hear in your head, in that in that kind of that distant whisper. You just hear, hear, friend, friend, you, you are, and, and she, it's almost like she's trying to make sense of it in her mind. She knows there's something there. She knows there's some connection. She just can't place it. I think you have as many questions as the rest of the group. Let's just get on the road and we can talk then. And, and she... You can you can see that she's she's shivering, cold, and and she she just kind of she she walks up next to you, and and she she pushes against you almost just for warmth, uh, not because because you're she doesn't know why, but she knows that you're familiar, and and so she's not like she's not like nuzzling up to you, but but she's just like almost hiding from everybody else behind you. Great. Great. That works. And and wherever you go, she's going to follow. Okay. So you all load up on the truck? Norris, you want? You wanted me to drive this morning? Thanks for keeping watch last night. Yeah, no problem. If you wouldn't mind. Sure. Sure. Okay. Give me an uh, animal handling check. 21. <laughs> Very good. Gosh, you guys are great drivers <laughs> that could have gone south really quick <laughs> uh ash are you navigating again yeah because i'm pretty much know the, the way okay give me a survival check this one's terrible sorry guys nine nine with the. Uh, <laughs> Just out of curiosity, with with his knowledge before, would he have passed any of that on? So we kind of have a good idea of where we're going between Norris, Alphonse, and so you Ash. know, in general, you need to head west. Okay, uh, that's about all you know. Okay, uh, the so you're you're gonna continue west. You're gonna be going in the right in in the right general direction. Uh, with that check, it does it does take you off course 
a bit. Uh, I imagine you want to stay away from the tracks just because that would be an easy way to track you. So, so you veer north of the railroad tracks and, and you're just kind of wandering through this, this barren wasteland. Uh, everybody give me a perception check. That's a 10 for Norris. A okay. uh, 9. Okay. 18. 18. So occasionally you see uh, vehicles in the distance, and, and you'll see, you essentially see somebody at, at the top of a hill that that parks and just kind of watches you go across this, this open expanse. Uh, they don't ever come close. It, it almost seems like scouting parties. Just kind of keeping that that are just kind of doing their their routine routes. From from this distance, you get the idea that they probably couldn't tell you from another orc group. All they see is two orc vehicles driving across the wastelands. As you continue on, you 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 make really good progress through the day uh, especially with that driving check and and you you cover a, a good chunk of the state by by lunchtime by midday uh, at midday your fuel is starting to get a bit low you're you're well below a quarter of a tank you've had to stop and and use the gas cans to, to fill your bike up a couple of times and the gas cans are out. Uh, so at, at this point, you guys know you need to find some sort of civilization or you're going to be hoofing it. And not necessarily civilization, but you need to find some some source of, of fuel. Would I know of any like small town between where we're at and there? Like uh, very... Like almost rural, rural towns. I hate that word. I yeah. do too. R- rural, rural, yeah. Rural. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like a car that just won't quite start. Rural, rural. rural. <laughs> that sounds like my Jeep in the morning. <laughs> 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 On a cold day, right? Oh, God, any day. That Jeep's so hard. Oh, poor old Jeeps. Uh, give me a another survival check. Eight. You still have inspiration. Yes, I do. I do have inspiration still. Thank you, Mr. DM. <laughs> that just adds 10, is it? How does no, it, inspiration is... is it, so DM inspiration is basically advantage. Okay. Oh, that's so much better. 15. 15. So with a 15, you know that you're roughly between a couple of small towns. Uh, you're, you're not sure if they would have been taken over by any of the mutant gangs by now. Uh, you know of one in particular that's that's really off the beaten path, and you get the you get the sneaking suspicion that you might be okay to go there. It's probably your best bet. Uh, I'm looking up the name of this town. Well, as we're driving along. 
I'm going to ask Alphonse, since he's driving now and I've woken up from my nap. I'm going to say, hey. So, uh, I got a couple questions for you since you got my backstory. Okay. What's the deal with your lady friend? What do you want to know? Well, I want to know why she scrambled our brains first. That much I can't tell you. Well, why does she like you so much? Well, when I was working for NATO, my job in Chicago, I was on a specific program that was called Reigns. Do you remember seeing the name on the side of that case? Yeah, it was like Rhonda or... Regina or something like that. Close. It's realistic artificial intelligence numerology system. Hey, that spells reigns. Certainly does. On this program, it was designed to basically understand what mistakes led to the destruction of Earth and 90% of humanity's death. Reigns, which I refer to as rain is basically I was in charge of helping her learn and understand and become smart, learning, just help her. Okay, that makes sense. I thought you were just an IT guy. All of us have a little secret. That's fair. I'm an astrologist. And then being true to Norris, he'd probably just sit back down and be content with the answers he got. Oh yeah, thanks thanks for thanks for talking to me, by the way. I don't want to seem rude. Oh, ask away. And then we I'll get- just sit back down while he's still talking. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you didn't think I was rude. <laughs> As you're cutting across these wastelands. You, you know that there is a small town off the beaten path called Dalton, Missouri. As you're, as you're directing everybody in, towards Dalton, you, you peek over the hill, and a majority of what you see is these homesteads that seem to be still thriving in this area. And and they're just kind of dotting this little town. And you have you have these homesteads with this little farm with these little farms and then this massive cemetery that takes up about half of the city. Nothing threatening about it. Actually this is probably the the best thing you've seen ever since you left Chicago. And and the most plant life, for sure. Yeah, I, I lead everyone into town then. Okay. And we kind of roll into town. Try to find some gas. As, as you come into town, you... As you're coming in, you see all these, all these men just human men running out 
and they have rifles, shotguns, stuff like that. And they, they almost form a line at the road as you come in. No problem. I would bring the vehicle to the stop. About how close do you do you get to the line of men? Probably how far were they from the edge of town? I'd get to the edge right at so, the edge of town. Yeah, they're 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 near the edge of town. Uh, just as you're about to cross into the homesteads, uh, they have kind of a they have a barbed wire fence. Uh, it's it's kind of a compound. Yeah, that I, they've turned it into. I would stop right at the barbed wire fence. Okay. Um, as I'm getting out, my hands would be up in the air and just saying, "We have women and children aboard." Okay, very good. Uh, give me a, we'll say a persuasion check. Uh, that is going to be fifteen. Fifteen, good enough. So, they they flag you to come towards them. And and as you get up, this this kind of elderly man, uh, not super old, but probably sixties, uh, gray beard, uh, balding. Uh, you you think that at one point he probably had a very kind face, but these these years of trying to defend his home have have really worn on him, and he's got he's got this massive gash that's that's healed by now. It's a scar. But it, it goes almost from the crown of his head all the way down, crossing one of his eyes. And, and his, his lip kind of hangs open on his left side. Uh, these, and all of, the, all of the men in this group, they're, they're scarred. Uh, one of them's missing an arm. Uh, you, you can tell that they, they fight very hard for this land. And, and as you walk up... Hey, what, uh, why, why are you stopping here? Uh, our train was attacked by orcs. <sighs> I'm, I'm amazed any of you survived. We were lucky. There was military on board that gave their lives. Do you, uh, you mind if my boys take a look in the truck? Just, no. we can't be too safe. Go ahead. Like I said, women and children. Okay, and they 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 open up, and I mean this this place is fortified. Uh, it's it's kind of Walking Dead esque when they're in that prison. Uh, like it, it's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and and so they 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 pull back this massive gate, and and inside, all these these half dozen men that are with him, a few stay up there with next to him. Uh, but about a half a dozen come out and they surround the truck, surround the motorcycle. And and as they're inspecting there, so uh, where'd you get the rides? Well, we, we killed all the orcs. Uh, we took what was left and we need are heading to Kansas. The problem is we're running out of gas. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't have much. We can, we can spare a bit. We... we we trade with with people from Kansas City. They they bring things out. We uh, they helped us build our filter tower. And and you look over and there's there's this like thirty foot tall filter tower. It's like just big enough to cover this this compound. Uh, to be honest with you, I'd be willing to just trade a vehicle and, and you can ensure that these people are safe and smuggle smuggle them back to Kansas or something. I. The goal was just to make sure that they are still alive. Uh, 
Actually, I could really, I could really use this truck. That's fine. Do you have something for four people? Yeah, yeah. I, I think we could round something up for you. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we can trade you a tank of gas and and a, a vehicle that'll hold the four of you. And yeah, yeah, we could definitely work that out. And oh, and you see, man, I really locked my truck. <laughs> you you see, like like this guy, this guy, this is like the first bit of good luck that they've had in a long time. Norris, you broke the radio. Or maybe on this one they'll have a working radio, and, and either Ash or myself will try turning it on. We can maybe our bard would just sing more. For us. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be inspired. <laughs> I guess we could use a downsize, and I'm really getting tired of these kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and as once they check out the truck and they they wave they wave you through. And uh, I'm guessing you just hop over to the driver's seat since he's already out of the yeah. truck. So you hop over to the driver's seat and, and pull it inside of the gate. Once you're once you're inside, they they help everybody out of the back of the truck and and they're kind of introducing them to all the townsfolk. And there's there's about thirty people living in this in this little community, uh, just just living off of this little bitty plot of land. And, and fighting off whatever comes their way. And uh, everybody give me a perception check. Five. I also got 20. Oh, no shit. For a total of 25. Wow. For the barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. I got 24. 24. The barbarian beat you. Yep. Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see so, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, so, so with you, you pull up on the bike, and and everybody's everybody's kind of. Uh, this is the first time that they've they've had one of these orc motorcycles, and, and one of the guys says, "Oh man, this is this takes me back. My old chopper, built it in my garage, and 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 all these all these kind of grizzled men are just kind of fawning over your motorcycle, and and they're pretty excited to see it, and." Uh, and so that they they would be distracting you, but you guys, you see, they've they've really done a number on this place. You can you can see where where the gates have obviously been breached, uh, and then you can see like blood stains, like pools of, almost like pools of dried blood, uh, just inside the gate in those areas. And in, there's all these watchtowers with with machine guns mounted on them. Like this this place is built for war. And uh, and there's there's more houses here than there are people to fill them. So either some people are still inside of their homes, which you find unlikely, or the this this town really struggles. To maintain itself, but uh, but they they they're surviving, and they he so we'll 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 say John, John's the gen, the kind of the essentially the mayor of this little community. Okay, and uh, he he leads you into his home, and 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 his his wife is making you know getting some vegetables together, and and uh, sorry we don't. Uh, 
We don't get much meat, so it's it's basically just vegetables. But it's better than that replicator shit. Uh, and and she makes this nice spread and, and feeds you guys. Uh, and he's he's kind of talking to you about your journey and asking you questions. And and it's just it's a nice you know hour and a half conversation and meal. Uh, Reigns would have followed you in, and she'd just be sitting there silent. And and you can see that that. John kind of looks at her and and he, he's very like he he she doesn't fit like of of all this group she's in this like reflective you know jumpsuit and she's dead silent and 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 she just seems very skittish so he's uh your sister daughter Let's just call her a science project. That's, that's a strange way to, to describe somebody. Uh, but out, outside a game, does my uh, firearm say NATO or anything else? like those? If you're a soldier, is your NATO gun pretty noticeable? Uh, so it would be like a standard issue. Standard issue. So yeah. it would probably have some sort of emblems or something on it. Yeah, we'll say we'll say in the grip it has the NATO emblem. Okay. So I would politely set my gun on the table and be like, I'm, I work for the military. This was one of the projects I worked on. It was to figure out why the world was ending. Uh, you you could have just told me that without pulling a gun. I figured this is so you understand I'm truthful. Yeah, I uh, I, I just... Uh, very Yeah, I, I didn't want to pry. I just... I, I wasn't sure. She wasn't speaking, so... Uh, not to not to be rude, and he's uh, and they continue on, and he tries to he tries to change the subject, but he still kind of kind of looks over at her, just just trying to figure out what's going on there with her, and and she's she's just very actively observing everything that everybody is doing and hanging on every word, and just she's very awkward about it and just staring at people. <laughs> And after the after the meal ends, he kind of he takes you around back and he's, so uh, we we use this to to shuttle back and forth to the city, just to uh, if if somebody needed medical attention or something like that that we couldn't give them here we would, and it's it's essentially a suburban. Okay. And uh, you're you're free to it. Uh, it's uh, it's tough. We've we've beefed it up a bit just to just to handle all this. Uh, it'll it'll take a shot to the door, no problem. Just as long as it's not too heavy of a round. But uh, yeah, it'll serve you well. Uh, John, does this have a navigation system so we don't get lost on our way? No. Or is there a pretty straight shot? No, it, it just just follow the signs. Uh, honestly, you won't run into much trouble between here and Kansas City. You're too close to the city for them to bother. Great. Excellent. And and he would give you he would give you kind of rough directions. Uh, you know, like, oh, once you get here, take a right and here, you know, and and guide you to Kansas City. Okay. Is there uh, someone we should give the vehicle back to or are we going to keep the vehicle? Oh, no, this is this is a trait. 
like you're 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 doing us a solid with this with this old deuce and a half that thing will that thing will serve us far better than this suburban did and uh any of your any of the people that came with you they're they're welcome to stay we have room in town if if they want to if they're willing to work they can stay as long as they'd like we'll kind of let you handle that one uh I know they were on their way to Kansas City, so they might want to get there. Yeah, we can we can always use the help. But if they want to stay, they can stay. That's up to them. Heather, <laughs> uh, not Heather. Would you boys mind taking me with you? I I, I can't work, and I don't I, I don't want to be here. I just want to get to my grandbabies. Norris would just look at. Willifred say, hell yeah, Grandma, get on in. Oh, good. I would really appreciate it if you didn't use that language, though. You're such a sweet boy. You don't need to use those foul words. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. I'll, do, I'll try and do better. You you are better than that. He's a couple damaged brain cells. I wasn't going to say it. He's a sweet boy. Well, he's nice. He's just, just stupid. Now, you don't say that about yourself. It's okay, you sweet boy. Just get on and in the truck. <laughs> she can say that, Ash. You can't. And they'll... Oh, they'll it's too late now. They'll offer <laughs> to let you guys uh, stay there for the evening if you'd like. Uh, it's, it's early afternoon, uh, so you could probably make it to Kansas City by the time... By, by nightfall. Uh, but he, he will tell you... His, I mean, if... If you get lost at all, and you end up stuck in the dark, uh, things get far more dangerous in the dark. And and you would have noticed that there are there are spotlights all around this place in every three hundred and sixty degree light. These one of those burns out. We got a breach in the fence every time. W- what is it? Uh, it's hard to describe. Imagine uh, a cross between like a... It's kind of like a monkey, but it's like a wolf's face and patchy hair. They're, we, just, we just call them crawlers. Do they have really long front legs? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the monkey thing. Uh, honestly, I, I think they were like mutated wolves or something. I don't know. I kind of seen some of those whenever we were freaks camp, me out. Opposable thumbs. A wolf with opposable thumbs. Yeah, that sounds like fucking terrifying. Straight out of nightmares. Yeah. That's yeah. The- don't don't let one of them get a hold of you. I think that's what uh. I think that's that noise we were hearing along the the, the lines roads. of yeah out there at the railroads. They wouldn't come past the the fire lot. They must not like light very much. It's it's always worked for us. As long as the spotlights stay lit, we uh we don't have any issues. I mean that makes sense. Even the Ork Town had those barrels on fire and the oh, hobo yeah. Yeah, fires. Yeah, that would make sense. There's, and that there's nightmares out here. That's not the worst of it. 
just don't get caught in the dark. Are you guys feeling lucky or do you just want to travel during the day? I feel a little bit better during the day. And they'll 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 take you to one of these empty homes. Like the there's nobody living in it, but it's still fully furnished. Uh, you can assume that the the previous residents probably died. Uh, it's not haunted, is it? Sure as fuck, hope not. I know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, and and you look out, and and just outside the fence, there is a massive graveyard. Oh God. When I found this town on the map, like the only landmark for the town was the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I called dibs on the front room away from the graveyard. <laughs> I might be tough, but I'm scared of ghosts. I didn't sleep the best last night, but I wouldn't mind staying and just traveling safe in the morning. That way we don't have to worry about the crawlers if we do break down or something. Not saying we will, but I'd feel a little bit safer. You know what? I want to get to Kansas City, but I say we should probably stay here too. Yeah, we can offer to help out a little today. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and if you offer to help, he's gonna be just tickled fucking pink. Uh, he'll 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 bring you out to the fields and 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 kind of direct you. And oh yeah, I mean if if you guys do a good enough job tonight today, we will we will give you a feast you'll never forget. It's. It's all vegetables, but like I said, better than that replicator shit. That's why I left the city. Should have a billboard for that in the city. <laughs> Sick of replicator shit? Move here. <laughs> then we get too many people. Okay. Uh, we're we're a we're a small community on purpose. Gotcha. Yeah. But well, yeah, uh, let, well, we'll help out where you where you need us. Okay. And yeah, they would they would put you to work in the fields, you know, tilling, planting shit, stuff like that. I, I, I worked as a ranch hand, but I don't remember anything I fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> do, you guys, uh, do you remember when they're all sitting down uh, the Beetlejuice movie and they, oh, they're sitting at the dining table and they start singing that song? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sing it, but yeah, maybe I should know. And, uh, yeah, so you guys, you guys work the farm for the night or for the day. And, and that evening they lay out this beautiful spread of, and, and they try their best to like, to like simulate meat with their vegetables and they've gotten pretty good at it. It's better than a Beyond Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of game, I've still yet to try one of those. I don't recommend it. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, my brain will sidetrack going on to that. But, uh, yeah, you, you enjoy a, a great dinner, and and you can safely sleep for the night without anybody having to stand watch. Or you, may, you may hear some gunshots in the night, but they'll, they'd warn you that that's pretty normal. Uh, in the morning, you wake up. And you can load up the Suburban and head on your way. They'd, uh, they'd give you some rations just in case. And, and, and full tank of gas. Perfect. 
Sounds good. And we will just call it there for the night. Yeah. Sound good? Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone, to Dubstep and Dragons. Join us next week as the group continues on their way into Kansas City. Don't forget to drop a like, follow, and subscribe. Feel free to let us know what your thoughts were on the episode as well. Until next time, we'll catch you next week.